live from New York. Woo, on location, Jump, Jump Street back on location. Yeah, episode 62. First one since the pandemic. Yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm stoked that we get to do something live again. If anyone didn't notice, Billy's back in the house. Yeah. <laughs> back, back in, in the, the big city. Yeah, so first, uh, first live one since uh, Pow Wow. Yeah. Well, that wasn't live. Well, yeah. Our first one. First in, on location. Non-Zoom on yeah. location. Non-Zoom. Yeah, non-Zoom. The pre-corona, pre-corona episodes, but um, sick to have you back. Thank you. Finally. Yeah, good to see you, man. Hey, you too. I know, yeah. I feel like it's been, like I said, every time you come back, it's just like, it's not like you've been gone for a while. It's just like, okay, here's Billy. He's back in New York. Yeah, I just feel like that too, man. It's, a, it's, it's such like being back home. It's a good feeling. Good. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing everyone this weekend, everyone who's coming out uh, mm-hmm. Saturday to honor the memory of E, you know, E Money. Yeah, er- anybody Erica who's... Gere, otherwise known as Eric Estrada, yeah. you know. So. <laughs> you get the name right. Yeah. Anybody who's in the New York area and watching this live by any chance... Um, come through tomorrow, 181st. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a memorial session for a buddy E-Money. Mm-hmm. 1 and, p.m. Yeah, 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. And yeah, anything else to say? Anything else going on? No, I mean, it's just, you know, a celebration of life. But mm-hmm. It's going to be friends, you know. We still obviously have to contend with this, uh, you know, coronavirus stuff. So we're going to be safe. It's going to be mm-hmm. his family's going to be there in the beginning. So oh, it's yeah, going to be a respectful mm-hmm. thing, you know, so everything mm-hmm. is going to be cool. But yeah, it's going to be a nice time skating, good time with people, having laughs, and yeah, looking forward to it. Hey, it's going to be fun. Yeah. We had like a mini session for him last weekend, but this is the big one. And last week yeah. was even big too, so. I was I was actually bummed out I missed that last one. Well, a good so. thing that we have a rebate this weekend. Very happy, <laughs> very happy Okay, well, welcome. Uh, once again, this is episode 62, um, Austin Paz, Billy O'Neill. We have a very special guest on. We have a couple special guests on, but today... Uh, on this episode, we have a very special guest. A very special. But before we get started, uh, I would like to say, you know, the same spiel that I say every episode. What we got to keep saying, I got to keep shoving it down. <laughs> Everyone, just in case we get some new people watching by any chance. Um, so please um, follow us on Instagram. Go to Facebook. Give us a like. Uh, if you follow us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. Give us a comment. Uh, YouTube, if you share the video, if you comment on the video, these interactions really help. They help... Uh, get us up there in the algorithms and things mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. uh you know go to our channel subscribe and hit the notification bell so when we have these live episodes you just get a ding on your phone you know if you're not doing anything if you're sitting in your room if you're hanging out got nothing going on you hear a ding if you're on the oh, toilet oh watch a podcast <laughs> look who it is my favorite player my favorite you know person and uh yeah so please do all of that and that'll really help us and by the way if you like what we do we have a patreon mm-hmm. We appreciate our Patreon supporters. It does things like, you know, get us out to the powwow, winter clash. I mean, it's been a, a lull in events at the moment, but I There's think... a lot for us now, especially because yeah. the whole, everything is just changing so much now. Absolutely. That we're using, we had to buy new gear for a different platform, kind of pretty much yeah. doing them the Zoom calls, but now yeah. luckily we're in person doing them again. Yeah. We're back here. Um, also, the Instagram, the 10K, we're almost at 10K oh, followers. Oh, 10K followers. We're a few hundred away. So Which is you, big for us. It is big for us. Yeah. We got to get the swipe up. And it's yeah. a nice big, uh, um, why can't I think of the word? It's a milestone. Milestone. Yeah. I'm like, it's not a landmark. It's <laughs> yeah, a milestone. It's a milestone, yeah. No, it <laughs> so is cool. If you don't follow us already on Instagram, please, please follow us on Instagram. Absolutely. So we could um, get the swipe up and get you guys easier access to watching live videos, live streams, all that stuff. And we also, um, we were looking in our comments and some things we were having some guests on and saying how they, some people were saying they'd, if they had the opportunity to, they'd be willing to support some of their favorite skaters or some of their favorite skaters' causes. So what we do on these live episodes now is the super chats that we get, um, 
we, we, we always open up our questions to the guests at the end, but if people have super chats, they get priority. But if you give us a super chat with one of our guests, we give 50% of the super chats to our guests mm -hmm. or the charity of their choice. Uh, we just had Ezekway on. He did his and he did his for a BLM. We raised a couple hundred dollars for mm -hmm. that, I think, which is, you know, big for us. Yeah, you know, good, we, yeah. we normally don't even get up to a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like that, to, that was really good episode. to get that, yeah. that support and everything was really cool. But um, so our guest today, Ray Mendez, he's going to uh, put his 50% toward the Harold Hunter Foundation, which we'll talk about when he gets on the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I like this idea that yeah. we came across and everybody who, you know, put forward the suggestion in the comments and stuff like that. Thank you guys. Yeah. This is all the stuff that we're growing and helping. And keep giving us your feedback because yeah. we're just trying to be a platform that, you know, represents the community, community can be proud of and things like that. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Before we get started, we want to talk about HIT. Oh, you, you, man, HIT. You got the, the things? You got the you goods? You got the goods? So I hadn't tried this um, on the last episode mm -hmm. when we did it. Mm -hmm. So this time I tried it just before this episode. So now you could speak the truth. So now, so now I can attest <laughs> to it. I actually, I didn't try this, but I yeah. really like this. It shit works, right? And I'm, I'm normally a big CBD critic. Like, I'm not Are much you? of... Well, I, I've normally been a skeptic on it, mm -hmm. but the bombs are the things that I actually really like. Yeah, I think that's going to carry a lot of people, especially bladers, to like keep skating more and more because everyone has sore joints, sore muscles and all that stuff. And this stuff works wonders on that, on like all the pain that you have. It, it helps healing. You know, you could put it on and then be sore and then 10 minutes later, you're good to go. Totally. So that stuff's money. We also have the hit drops. So we teamed up with them with HIT uh, CBD to give you 15% off your entire order. If you go to HITBOMB.com, mm -hmm. we also have a link in the description below. So if you're interested in the HIT CBD drops and CBD bomb, they also have like a stick too. I guess that's for if you don't want to get your hands messy. You can okay. rub it in like a deodorant. Um, but yeah, this stuff works. One is the drops I use all the time. I put in like my tea. You can put it in your yeah. smoothies. Um, you finished the whole bottle. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I've yet to test this because Austin's finished the whole bottle because yeah. apparently it's a f very effective. Well, we, we have more coming. Okay, cool. Jack Jacqueline said we have more coming. Because I need to try that. Yeah. But yeah, um, hitbomb.com, H-I-T-B-A-L-M.com. Um, you go to the website, you can get some free samples. Mm -hmm. If you go to the website and you put the code JUMPSTREET, you know, J-U-M-P-S-T-R-E-E-T in the thing, you get 15% off your whole order. And it helps so, us out too. Helps us out. So it helps everybody out. It helps them out. Ryan Jackalone is one of the main guys in this company. So yeah. you're like, it's a blader supporting blading yeah. through bladers. It's and like they were at whole, the Blading Cup last year too. A couple of people asked that too. They're like, is that the same company that was at Blading Cup? Yes, it is the same company that was it's at Blading the Cup. Company. They're going to be there again this year. Mm -hmm. And they're looking forward to sponsoring more events too coming up. So they're going to be like supporting the whole blading and scene all together. Very cool. Yeah. So hitbomb.com. Hitbomb.com. Check Co it out. Code Jump Street at checkout. 15% off. Um, cool. One more thing before we get going, um, the little animation and stuff that we have at the beginning of the show or throughout the show um, is done by Sir Miguel Rodriguez from Portugal. Um, he also started a new uh, brand out of Portugal called Get Rolling. Um, it's a soft goods brand. They have shirts and hats and cool stuff like that. He actually gave me a shirt at uh, Winter Clash and it's very soft and very nice. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's a good summer shirt. So anybody who's interested in supporting another fellow blader, um, he's using, he's been skating since 95, so he's been putting he's in the work for the years. He's a very talented guy. He, yeah, yeah. yeah, his uh, animation stuff. He really helped us is, out with the show. Yeah, yeah and um, he's done like the intro to, if you're watching uh, Ricardo Lino on YouTube, he does the mm -hmm. intro to his show also. Um, and he's pretty much just using his creative mind and putting his vision and creativity into his passion for the sport directly. So that's why he started a clothing brand from it. Yeah. So check it out, um, get rolling on Instagram. 
underscore get rolling underscore and we have a link to the website below so it's at underscore get rolling underscore yeah for the instagram cool right here there should be <laughs> because of him right Bing. yeah exactly. <laughs> oh yeah we can use his animation to do this too. yeah very cool perfect perfect all right should we keep it rolling i think we should you know get our very very special guest on let's do it wow i'm extremely excited to have a live episode with this, this guest this special mm-hmm. after so long mm-hmm. it's been zoom for a while and you know it's as good as zoom is you, don't, good as a real you thing. don't get the same interaction the same kind of intimate, yeah you know for lack of a better word intimacy intimacy <laughs> <laughs> we're intimate on a very gold yeah. table too so everyone welcome so ray welcome mendez ray mendez Oh, he came with a mask. Yeah. <laughs> he came corona yeah. out. I'm trying to be, you know, politically correct over here. <laughs> okay. Nah, I'm just messing around. You guys, you, you guys are my family, so. You should have yeah. came in with a hand sanitizer good. and stuff, too. Yeah, I got that squirt, on deck, bro. I got down. that on deck. I was like, I'm about down. to spray it. Squirt. Yeah. <laughs> so how you doing, man? In the midst uh, of this whole year, you are literally I'm doing good. In the center of uh, New York City. You, you've been like the center of you know, New York City mm. skating and like the scene in so many ways in and outside of rollerblading for a long time. Mm. But you're here in the midst of uh, New York during, you know, it's the ground zero of the pandemic. You know, I think one of the biggest place for the protests, you are living in the heart of it. What's, yeah. what's it been like? Dude, 2020 can suck it. <laughs> 2020 can <laughs> a dick. It really right. can like uh, 2020 fuck you 2020 right. 2020's rough man it's not for a lot of people you know for me in particular not i don't want to be a debbie downer and i don't want to like I you mean, know yeah but just, just being to, realistic yeah man. just to talk facts like me personally and i'm just going to be unfiltered here because you guys are my brethren but okay. uh you know 2020 for me man i was telling austin before we started like and we're in this house right we're in parlor production so February, I lost Monique here from this place, which mm. if you're a blader in New York City, that you've absolutely been to a party. Absolutely. <laughs> and or many in this very place. Yeah. Uh, so we lost Mo, and then I actually lost my, uh, I have three older brothers, the, the youngest of them, Louis, I lost him. And literally as I got home from his burial, I found out about Eric Estrada, E-Money. And so like 2020 can go suck it as far as i'm concerned and then on top you know that's my personal thing we have pandemic we have you know all this sort of civil unrest for good reason uh in our city and in our world so yeah it's a pivotal year nobody's gonna forget this year ever i don't think no way no it's a moment Uh, in history yeah it's crazy but you know I, i i i'm of the opinion like i believe that like to sometimes fix things you have to break things you know what I mean? And so, like, I'm all for breaking shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have known me. <laughs> I've known you guys since you were little. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not, like, uh, scared to, like, mix shit up or break some shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, it's a very challenging year for everybody globally, right? And I think that's a one thing that's interesting for us is, like, that we're all going through it together. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes, like, we're Americans, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I really think we're New Yorkers, mm-hmm. which is a different... <laughs> right. For people, for y'all that don't know, like... We're, spe- I mean, we're Americans <laughs> break down into yeah. multiple different yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, no, no, no disrespect to the rest of America, but like I fucking around like I've always wanted to start New York as like New York City as a sovereign nation outside of the United <laughs> yeah. States. So, like, yeah. Can we like, do that? Like, Can we make that happen? Hey, listen, they're doing it in Seattle. So, uh, yeah. you really? know. Yeah, I've always yeah, yeah. Wa- I've always wanted to actually do that myself because I feel like New York is so different than the it rest is. of the country. Yeah. But, you know, um, 
it ain't gonna work with the current mayor, and that's it. I'm not gonna make it too political, but yeah, we could go there too, man. I'm yeah. all for politics and yeah. shit. Like I, I, you know, it's funny, man, because like I'm a parent, but I work with a lot of youth, and like I realize like how important, at least if you're not active, at least it is to be aware of politics because it does affect your life in one way or another, like like it or not. It has to, yeah. You know, right. and so right. like I think it's really important for us to know what's going on in the world. Like, I think, especially as skaters, like, you're just like, yeah, fuck it, I'm young and I'm, in, yeah. and, and, like, invincible and, like, nothing affects yeah. me and that's great, right. but, you know what I mean, at a point where people... Become and, a parent like, and then, like, policy and things, yeah. things make a difference. Yeah, you're like, okay, what, yeah. what school is my kid gonna go to? Like, what, yeah. you know what I mean? All kinds of layers of shit like that. I think it's important, though, to, like, have the to keep the balance because like as yeah. much as it's important to know what's going on in the world, you don't want to like over consume yourself with, you can't, it's so yeah, much garbage. Yeah. Out there. Because, because the, the, they, go crazy. They, there are literally forces just, you know, meaning to shove garbage down your throat and meaning to provoke. And so it's like, I try to know what's happening with also like not focusing too much and trying to focus on my own life and my yeah. own things like that. So you I think, to. I think it's a good balance. You have to, you have to have that balance and that's challenging, right? When you get to that point and you're realizing like, okay, like, cause we only have a finite amount of energy, right? That right. we put into things like our yeah. lives, our friends, our career, be it skating, whatever, like, you know what I mean? And I feel at some point you do have to pick and choose your battles. Like, cause I've always been the person where it's like, Oh, I want to do this and this and this and this. And you know what I mean? Like, I remember like in high school, like a kid told me like, like Ray, you're like a, a, um, a jack of all trades and master of none. Right. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's defined my life uh, in a lot of ways, like as a skater, as a filmmaker, as all the things that I've done. You know what I mean? It's like I just have multiple interests. And I feel like, you know, th that's great to an extent, but like at some point you got to realize like, okay, like this is where I'm going to put my energy, right? Because that's what's important to me. That has value for me and I'm going to put my energy in that place. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Yeah. Makes have sense? you, have you figured that out yet? Are you still, still a work in progress? Thanks Austin. Still a work well, in progress? I set it up and you just <laughs> knocked me down. Yeah. Well, yes. I'm in the I same like, boat too. I feel the no, same way too all the time. Yeah. Especially as a creative, right? Exactly. You're like, oh, yeah, like I want to, I want to skate or I want to, you know, shoot photos or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So like, have I figured it out? I think more now I figured it out. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like working with kids is something that I'm passionate about staying active in skating for fuck, 27, 28 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In different capacities, like yeah. as a skater, as an event producer, as a, as a person that runs programming, teaching kids like, so yeah. So you, you figure out what's important and, and there's different things at different times. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was younger, it was like skate, skate, skate. And then like uh, at a point, like it was like, oh, like I'm going to make some videos of skating. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, like I'm going to teach kids how to skate. You know what I mean? So like related to skating, it's like there can be an evolution with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, Wow, no, that's that, that's crazy because you're talking about like, getting into being like a teacher and getting into all this thing about skating, skating for 27 years, and man, it's a lot. I'm just trying to wrap my head around it, but you have a very let's if we can let's touch on yeah. the beginning because you yeah. have such a like long history in skating. A lot of us in New York know you here as like, you know, kind of like the Godfather, father of our scene. Like you know, whenever there's like an event that needs organizing, whether it be 
for NYC Street invite. Whether (laughs) whether it's a contest or whether we, you know, have a tragedy losing one of our friends, like it always seems like, you know, you're the one to step up and kind of be that guy. But I really feel like a lot, like a lot of people know you as that, but a lot of people don't know your beginning, especially Mm -hmm. a lot of the newer guys. So I mean, I remember with me seeing you in On Common Ground with, you know, Joe Dendro and John and but like, what was your beginning like? Like, how, what was your introduction to skating like, um, and the development there? My introduction to skating is a little complex. Um, we got time. Yes. <laughs> so, I I saw this kid coming into my high school one time with a pair of skates on. Right. I went to school like around the West Village, and this kid used to skate. Back so you lived in the Bronx. You went to school West Village. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. My whole what? high school shit is crazy. That makes sense. Like, I went to like a Jesuit, all boys, private, military academy. Oh, Xavier, what? Yeah, I went to Xavier. You went to Xavier? Yeah, because oh. you're from Staten Island, you know, like Xavier. Farrell. Yeah. Well, yeah, Farrell. Yeah. Because they used to yeah. play. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Xavier kids. We used to Xavier. Your, we used to whack your ass. Yeah. <laughs> not not like lacrosse, that. though. In rugby. In rugby? Okay. National. My high school there was- There was rugby? Uh, I used to play, a lot of people don't know this, I was a rugby player before I was a rollerblader. And my high school- See how long we know each other? Um, yeah. you don't know <laughs> My high school was the national, United States national, from a school from 16th Street and 5th Avenue, mm. national, United States national rugby champions, high school. Okay, champions. so we got to touch on this. Yeah. How did a Puerto Rican kid from the Bronx get into rugby? Word. Because <laughs> my uncle is big into rugby, but, you know, he's Irish, you know, uh, Irish-American. Yeah. Hey, I, 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 I feel you, man. So that's... And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's called get a scholarship to a really good high school <laughs> and get exposed to shit that you mm. never even knew about because I didn't know what the fuck rugby yeah. was. You know what I mean? Mm. I just knew I liked to hit people. And <laughs> you could hit people without... And you're pretty yeah. big, yeah. Yeah, I was like, This fuck works it. for I me. I was, yeah. like, I was like, let's go. Like, uh, yeah. you can hit people? All right, I'm with <laughs> And that actually, I think, like, really helped with skating because, like, once I started skating, like, you know, I, I would, like, BMX and shit like that, but, like, skating, you know, early days, we would body ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. body, like... No grind, no soul. No, you know, we had nothing, right? Like mm-hmm. we made shit. Like we hurt ourselves bad. But I fucking I had that like resilience from playing rugby all mm-hmm. those years. Yeah. So like falling or getting hurt, like you're that used shit. to that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's all right. Like, yeah, you used like, to like, coach being like, get back up. Yeah, I was whatever. like, let's yeah. go. My coaches were kidding me, bro. My coaches were like gnarly. They like coached like the rugby team, the U.S. soccer team, and shit like that. They didn't play. Man. Uh, yeah. So so. Shout out to Mike Tolkien and uh, Cusinelli, if you guys are watching. Nice. Shout yeah. out. Yeah. All right. So, so this is before skating. Yeah. yeah. So Andrew Pedro skated, skated <laughs> in school, right? Yeah. And he skated. And I remember standing at my locker in high school and being like, because he was just glided through the yeah. fucking hallway, right? Yeah. And I was like. Skating through school. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and nobody said anything. Because like, you know, back, remember how like in the early days we used to skate on the subway? Yeah. And like there was no beef. Like you could just skate everywhere because there were people like. No one knew what it was. Yeah. There were people yes. like, what's that? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's It wasn't like skate. a swarm of like it 30, 40 people. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't like a thing. So like in the early days, you could skate everywhere, right? Yeah. So skate in the subway, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he skated through the hallway and I was like, yo, I was like, that's dope. He had like these cool blades or whatever. Like. And I was like, I want to do that. Little did I know that the best fucking skater at that time, hands down the best skater in New York, was a kid that I knew from my neighbor, Knuff Naji. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever remember Knuff. Yeah, Knuff. I don't uh, remember. Yeah, so Knuff and my mom were friends before Knuff was born. 
That's how deep it goes. What? And like, you guys know Malali's, right? So mm-hmm. my yeah, mom, Knuff was in Uncommon Ground and all these. Yeah, No like, Limits, Uncommon no Ground. No Limits, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No Limits, mm-hmm. Uncommon Ground. So Knuff um, skated in my neighborhood. He was nasty. He was like one of the first dudes on FR, like one of the first, first skaters on FR. And it, it sucks that like a lot of people don't know him because like, we have to do a better job uh, of like getting his name out there. Right. I've been speaking his name a lot. Totally. You know what I mean? Because like super OJ, he, he OG, he passed away uh, from like a crazy. We don't actually know what it was, but some kind of crazy cancer. I was actually in the fucking room when he passed away with his brother. So like, I don't know. Th- that's a whole nother story. Yeah. We could talk about with Eric and stuff like that. Just in right. terms of our community and loss. Like I feel like as a community, we've experienced so much loss. Um, and that's hard, but there's like, there's some positives that can come out of that in terms of like what we've learned, what we take away and what we can give back right to future generations. So I think that's, you know, equally as important. So yeah. So Knuff was my neighbor, mm-hmm. nasty ass skater. I just seen him. I remember coming out of my building, I came out of my building and I saw him on skates and I was like, yo, I just got some skates. Like I got, finally got like some TRSs that were like two sizes too big for me. I have to wear like three pairs of socks to like. Mm-hmm fit in the oversized like early TRSs. He was like, yo, you skate, that's good, that's what's up. And then he just like turned around and skated down the hill backwards <laughs> and like blew my mind. He was <laughs> talking to me. He was like, yeah, Ray, all right, peace, I'll see you later. Like, he skated, <laughs> yeah. skated down the hill backwards like, this motherfucker he's just the like, coolest he's dude nasty. ever. Yeah, he's yeah. like so cool, he had boneless on and what? shit. That's so funny that that could like, make you Yo, change your whole mind. No, Yo, that is like the coolest thing ever. Yo, Let's just think about that. Son, like, how cool that, that impression, <laughs> like Knuff, Matt, if you knew Knuff too, and like Ariel and John and all these guys, Victor, and like, just imagine Knuff, because Knuff had mad style. He yeah. had like early, <laughs> like, you know, baggy fucking shorts with the boneless on. Like, yeah. Knuff was a straight, like, South Bronx kid, you know? Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, Ray, what's up? And I'd known him like forever, right? But to see that he was skating, I was like, gassed mm-hmm. and then like he was like yeah that's what but yo come skate with me at Malali's like I'm going there right now because he lived there basically yeah um skated down the hill backwards that's my cue and just fucking oh, is that the cue oh yeah, is that my is that my thing I never set this my so bad. I don't my have bad. that kind of time my bad to put that it's time out no it's all good you can keep going keep going should I restart it no no keep I restarted it yeah um, so yeah, I'm not hot. These lights are like a little hot, but it's okay. Sorry. Might be all the whiskey I'm drinking. No, um, it's okay. But yeah, no, but that was cool, man. Like, he's just like, he's like, yo, Ray, what's up? That's great. You're skating. And just like literally turned around and skated down the hill black backwards and like just blew my mind. You're I was like, just yeah. Like, I was just like, yo, like the impression that that left on me. I was just like, this dude is no, nasty. It, it's funny that you mentioned that because like for me, like in the early days, those are the things that like impacted me the most. I remember when I started seeing someone just skate fakie and he was crossing his legs, like mm-hmm. ripping Chopping it up. and I was like, Oh my God, yeah. that's like the coolest thing. And I was like, Oh man, like trying to skate backwards really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you forget because like you skate so long, you like don't, you acknowledge all those little steps yeah. that are taken to get there. Such a generational and thing. My, my really first is. thing too was my brother just skating and turning the corner, like turning the block. But in my mind, he was going like 90 miles an hour, like right. super low. He was probably going like five miles an hour. Right, but just right. like, it just looks cool just rolling, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's interesting, but, right? Like the first, like, and we're visual people. So the first like aesthetic uh, impression that you get of something and how that's like, imprinted in your memory right? yeah mm-hmm. that's you know cool yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah 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 totally yeah that's the whole story of malali so that was like, it you were sold after that i was done i was like you oh. were like 
Get me the blades. Yeah. No, because I had the skates the and I bonus. was like, I was skating okay. around, but like that was, I was just skating like dork skating. I was like skating. Eh, I was skating. It was fun. I had dork mad skating. energy and I would play like, you know, pick up roller hockey and shit with my mm -hmm. friends. Shout out Luis Lopez and Carmen. Shout out Louie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Devon and Mikey. And, um, sea dog Mikey. Yeah. Devon. Yeah. They went on to fucking <laughs> be nasty. My, uh, my godson and his brother are like destroying it in hockey nice uh but you know so me and his dad play hockey but so that was the story of malali's my parents actually met in malali park you've been to malali's what? yeah right? yeah my mom and dad met in that park what yeah they met there my mom well and dad. The, that not the skate park but the park the park in the park the yeah, park's that, no, park. That's still, yeah, yeah. yeah they met in that park and i used to ice skate uh in malali's when it was an ice skating rink because a lot of people don't know i this. didn't know that that's why we got to work on this fucking history of new york city <laughs> skating Malali Park was, and shout out to all Malali's, fucking Rob, Kaz, Louie, and Brendan, all you guys. Like, so that was an ice skating rink when I was a kid. So it was a parks department ice skating rink, and I used to ice skate there poorly with my dad mm -hmm. when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. And then I got into BMX, uh, and I would ride BMX in Malali's, early, early, early Malali's, like early Malali's body myself like, I was just like oh and then uh, and then when I started blading Knuff was like yo come to the park so then that was it like once I started going to Malali's with Knuff it was like Eddie Campos Aton Kramer you know everybody from that era and it was just like Joe Dentro in there somewhere well Joe came and John used to come they were more like street kids but like everybody skated there right yeah and my because you, you were doing that vert back in the day with Eddie mm -hmm. yeah well yeah. Malali's had a vert ramp early somebody burned it actually they burned it down so it typical like, Bronx yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know the this Bronx is typical early, early 90s Yo, Bronx gotta represent kid I'm, you know there you boogie go. down got the boogie down that's that's in my blood man um did that yeah, get you started they burned, the half, they burned half the vert ramp down. So it was just like <laughs> big a quarter. quarter. Yeah, <laughs> it was a big quarter. And I remember dropping in on that shit. What? On Blaze. Like that's, that's the, the burnt down half of the half pipe is the first time I dropped in on like a vert ramp. Oh shit, wow. no yeah. way. So yeah. how did you get into skating vert? Because that's one of the hardest things for a New Yorker to do. There's no vert ramps. I don't think 108 was around. No, man. I don't know what no, we're about. not at all, dude. That's entirely like, and I think that's where, to be honest, I think that's where I get my I, I think it's been built into me from like my mom and stuff like that like uh, uh, uh caring for people but like eddie campos rest in peace um eddie campos sure. really took me on and several others aton included but he took me under his wing right first he had a car which none of us <laughs> had a fucking car because eddie lived in jersey uh and so eddie was the first i think from the new york area like the first pro uh, blader for vert, right? And then Aton, obviously Aton mm. Kramer, like in the Guinness World Bicker Records, like for highest air on a fucking, you know, vert, vert. kid from oh, nice. like 47th Street, yeah, and like Third Avenue. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't know he was Aton. in Guinness. I didn't know that either. Yeah, he's in Guinness World Bicker Records. That's really What's cool. Up, Aton? Morph boards, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Shout out Morph yeah. boards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a cool. But, True New yeah. Yorker. Yeah, yeah, Aton man, that's my brother. We mm. did. A lot of crazy shit together but you know so eddie to his credit he would take us to cheapskates every uh weekend so we would drive three and a half hours uh to cheapskates and like shimerville and pennsylvania. pennsylvania that's why i met like matt lindemuth and like all those 
even met like Michelle Stylin, you know, like Moxie, Michelle yeah, yeah, Stylin. Yeah. Uh, I met her when she was like 12 because she grew up next mm. to Cheapskates. Mm. And she was she messaged me like a while back. She was like, oh, you remember when I met you? Like when I was 12 at, <laughs> at Cheapskates. And I was like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> AstroGen. Yeah, AstroGen. Yeah, shout out AstroGen. Yeah, AstroGen. Yeah, we actually have to have her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah you really totally cool. got to have her yeah. on, man. She's, she's awesome. She's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. and doing great things for, you know, for her thing, for for roller skating but just skate sports in general right like Absolutely. just raising awareness so yeah, yeah she's very active she's always on events too big like, shout out estrogen yeah. hell yeah you uh you mentioned fr before and yeah. since you've been around since the beginning we yeah. have a mystery that we haven't solved still what can you tell us about altitude lou <laughs> oh no mm. Yeah, because that's the thing, man. Like, can we we piece some some parts of the puzzle together? Yeah, so they're like, there's like Altitude Lou, and then there's like this kid named Milkshake. There was a dude like Milkshake back in the day. Oh, and we have another one. There's like an addition now. So like Altitude Lou, like his thing was, and I I forgot where he was from, but he was like a, a Latino kid from like the city and he would like straight jump cars mm-hmm. like just straight jump from flat like just jump over cars Damn. you know what i mean and that was like the whole mm-hmm. thing and then um and then obviously sure mccomb you know eric londler slash liebman uh sure mccomb and nick harkman and all those guys and so the you know those early days man they were nice like there was a lot of information that i learned by way of example because i i really believe like we take away a lot by watching other people, right? And the way that mm-hmm. other people react and respond. And I learned a lot from those uh, from those guys, man, from the early days, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Sick. Etan Kramer probably learned the thing or two from Altitude Lugan in the Guinness Book of Records. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but maybe, <laughs> maybe. Etan can speak for himself, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you did Uncommon Ground. You did mm-hmm. this whole thing, and... Um, then I guess you kind of got into the back end of everything, doing mm-hmm. the production. You have a skate school, which I, now, yeah. I, I'm not even sure. Like, what's yeah, what's up with that? With the skate go, school, go, yeah. in the midst of everything. Yeah. So well, first of all, do yeah. you want to touch? And uh, we talked about yeah. it with John before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys. So, we, we, so now we got the we, other half. So we know. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> um, I mean, look, I started. My first business was when I was 18 years old. I used to work at this. Uh, skate shop down on chamber street called alex sport right so they used to like totally like take advantage of us and like we made so much money for those dudes and i gotta tell this story actually Do it. i don't yes. know how much legal no, trouble i'm gonna get we into. need stories <laughs> Listen, stories so i'm i'm about to blow up my own spot right here okay but uh so ron hunter <laughs> okay you can't plead the fifth after you yeah, go now. i know i know okay. I, I don't know if there's like a statute of limitations on like <laughs> robberies and shit but like well, so <laughs> fucking about to find out. About to find so out. there were these israeli guys like leor i forget this fucking guy's name but like leor they were they were they were, they were like savvy businessmen back in the beginning of okay. blading and you know they just like they were like oh this shit is hot we're gonna start a skate shop right in tribeca like whatever and so <laughs> I can't help but laugh. So I would like work in the shop and sell mad skates, like mad skates, fucking literally hundreds of skates a day, you know, and they were taking and they would just give us like minimum wage and like a fucking tip. Right. And then and then on top of that, I would go out and teach dozens of people how to skate every day. And this was like when I was 18. Right. So that was my first uh, business in that I worked for them. But then I also started a skate school. Right. right, and then I started City Skate with David Lark Smith. Sub David, um, and so City Skate we sponsored like Bashi, 
Mike Johnson, John Ortiz, all the Dislas, like all that whole crew. Yeah. Like you remember City Skate, like yeah. from that time. So City Skate came out of that era. Uh, but back to the funny part with the, with the skate shop. So like we were all like really vexed because these guys were like caking. They were like making mad money. <laughs> and so Ron Hunter interviews to come to work at Alex Sport. I can't, laugh. I can't <laughs> help but laugh. So he comes and works and we're like, yeah, what's up? So he skates, whatever. Ron's from the Lower East Side. And then um, we planned a robbery. <laughs> Straight up a robbery. Yeah, yeah. I'm a city kid, man. Like we used to try to get it. So they had they made so much money that these motherfuckers had another storefront in Tribeca, a whole nother storefront for just product, just just hundreds of boxes of skates. Like never mind like getting a storage closet. Like no, mm-hmm. we, we need to keep it convenient. It a storefront. A, a storefront like in a, Tribeca. Yeah, yeah like two storefronts. One was the skate city. shop and one, one was, was storage. One was storage. Wow. Like that's how much they were caking. Like mm-hmm. they were just like they were like, oh, we're just gonna rent a storefront as storage, yeah. right? So like thinking about wow. that now, you're like, oh wow. Like, thinking about how much money they <laughs> yeah. made, right? And we were vexed. We were like, fuck these assholes. Yeah. Like, we're gonna rob these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> that's fair. So, that's so fair. yeah, so whatever. We have the key. Justice. <laughs> Yo. Justice. Like <laughs> I can't believe I'm blowing. I've never told this story, by the way. Um, I'm stoked on it. Keep yeah. going. Jump and I recently exclusive. just told it to Ron. Like I after tw- this is how deep it is. After like 20 years of friendship, I finally admitted to Ron Hunter, like, yo, that was me. So mm-hmm. fucking so we go and like me and my crew, we get a box truck and we just fucking, we had the keys to the Damn. storage box. So we just loaded that That's shit up. That's a fucking heist. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom. We're like loading the truck up with mad skates, mm. right? And then- 10 um, years later, summer streets happens. <laughs> no, 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 chill, 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 chill. Don't fuck up Can my I shit, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. So we just boom kidding. and then the doorman comes out. He's like, hey, he's like, what are you doing? So we're all scrambled, yeah. drive the truck away, whatever, right? Next day, like, um, we have to go to work because yeah, yeah. we're like, we can't show, not show up to work because yeah. they were no, like, you look, oh, you look super hot. Guilty, like, you know, that was you. You, you got to show up to work and be like, what happened? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh <laughs> exactly, show, show up to work, like, yo, what's up? You're like, yeah, we got robbed. Like, really? <laughs> I was like, no way. It's like, who did it? The new guy. Rob Hunter. <laughs> no. No. Yep. All the yep. blame was on him? Yep. It was like suspect, right? He was like, because oh, he was man. like the brand new guy. He just got hired that week. Yeah. So Ron. And you were like, damn, Ron's an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't really know that guy. Yeah, I, was say, I don't know that guy. <laughs> <That's> no. <laughs> he did that? He did that? That's <laughs> so much. Oh, I was like, what, what, what happened to him back then? Huh? What happened to him he back then? Fired. He got fired. He was just like, no. Yeah, of course he got fired. No. What do you think? Of course he got fired. He got fired and right you, away. You Yo. just told him. And I stayed Ray, on the job. You're a good dude. This podcast <laughs> was meant to be about you being a good dude. No, no. This that dirt, sucks. Fuck that. This, <laughs> this is real life, bro. Like, this is shit. This, by the way, this happened, like, I don't know, t- over 25 years ago. So hopefully I don't become what did Ron, liable. What did Ron say when he said you? He was, <laughs> so he just found out about this. Like, two years ago, I told him. <laughs> What did he say? He was like, I'll fuck you. He was like, yo, nigga, I knew that was you. I knew it was you. And like, Ron's like my brother, like one of my best friends. You know? Right. But uh, yeah. That's crazy. Was, you never told him. Yeah, no. Because I felt bad. And I was like, man, yeah, it no doesn't shit matter now. Bad. Like, we've been through mad other shit. Like, what does that matter? You know what I mean? But it was funny. He was like, yeah, yeah. I knew it was you. I knew it was you. Yeah, it was. It was. So yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit. I don't know. 
ask me hard questions. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you obviously have stories for days. I got, you yeah. Know, you yeah. got skate stories. You got New York stories. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, first of all, like a little bit of your background, you grew up in New York City in the Bronx. Yeah. You know, you, you never left. You lived in like, I think probably every borough other than Staten Island. We uh, know, we know. That's we know. true. That's we true. Know. That's we know. true. We Maybe know. not Queens. Probably not Queens either. I did live in Ridgewood. Yeah. Oh, you lived in Ridgewood. Lived in okay. Queens, that doesn't really yeah. count as Brooklyn. That's not, yeah, that's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. This is, in yeah, the, this not. is in the early nineties. It was definitely but, Queens. It was but, definitely Queens. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's just laugh on that one. Um, so yeah. Um, what was your, like, you know, Tell us about your New York experience because I think a lot of, you know, growing up with, you know, knowing you as a friend and uh, I always like really listened to you when you told like these New York stories because you always had like the perspective from like, I feel like I always just missed what was cool in New York because right when I got like yeah, old enough, miss oh, all yeah, the yeah, good right when yeah, I got yeah. old enough to do cool stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. that New York just stopped being cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it just got even we never stopped being less cool, and yo. less cool. Like, but when like, mm-hmm. you know, when I was, when I was a teenager and stuff like that, it was like really freaking, I thought it was really I'm cool. I'm be like old school Billy, uh, on the old school Jump Street, pouring the drink off camera. Like that. <laughs> on the think, old they, school Jump yeah, Street. Thinking, yeah, thinking he's slick over here, like. On you the know. pre-COVID yeah, Jump yeah. Street, old yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like early, yeah. But now we got um, such big problems that we don't even care. We don't even hide it anymore. <laughs> Yo, kid. The 2020? Uh, whatever, bro. <laughs> yeah. I bet my alcohol tolerance is next level. Yeah. Oh, so, shit, yeah, yeah. I'm good. What I'm can we good. do to flip 2020 around to make it? Well, th- I, that's a great question, Austin. I think that we, you know, and that's the thing that I was getting at with the Zeke way and all that stuff the other day. I love Ezekwe. I love all the guests. And what you guys have been doing, let me just say this. I have been a fan since day one. I remember when you guys like talked to me about the idea for Jump Street and to watch the evolution of Jump Street and what you guys have done up until this point. It is so very important for our culture because never mind like being a sport. Yes, we are a sport, but we are the thread of what we are is so much important as a as a fold, as a brethren, as a, as a community, that things like this and communication like this, and even these stories, right? Everybody being able to tell their story, it's enrichment, right? Mm-hmm. And we're all learning from all of that stuff. And so the value uh, from that is paramount. Like it is incredibly yeah. important uh, for us to know our history, right? Mm-hmm. And so well done and, and thank you guys. Thank for you that. so much. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, first of all, yeah, thank you. That's huge. Yeah. Your man. earlier question was, I'm a poor-ass Puerto Rican kid from the South Bronx, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I found a way, and that's a nice thing, right? And that's the blessing. My gift and my blessing in life is that I found a vehicle and a, 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 and a platform, which is being part of skating and skate culture, um, that enlightened me, right? It, it totally enlightened me and opened so many pathways for me in life, right? To take different roads, like as a skater or as a person like doing film and photography, someone like designing product or whatever, whatever those things are, it was an eye opener for me, right? And then going back to like, you know, go sports and what we've been doing with John and like working in schools with kids, that's what's really important to me is like, look, we know that not all these kids are gonna go on to be skaters, right? But they'll skate and they'll be exposed to that. But I understand as well as John does, like the, what that exposure does for you, right? And you guys know this, right? Cause you're all 
badass skaters, but badass individuals and people and what that has provided for you as an individual. Right. And like, it's, it's like a, it's like a mind shift, right? Like once you get exposed to that, it's like, it, it, it turns you on mm -hmm. and then you're like, and you're like, Oh shit. Like, this is life. Like there's all these different things and all these different avenues yeah, and these roads different and mediums and absolutely man. ways of so, access. Yeah. So I am in incredibly grateful to, and I say it all the time and to be part of our community, uh, because it, it absolutely changed my life. And I think we're super grateful to have you too, especially yeah, as like definitely. someone who's, you know, everyone in New York knows, like I said, you're like the, uh, like the father of the New York yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I actually want to get into that, but first, before we get into that, I wanted to uh, let our um, live watchers know that at the end, we're going to be taking questions for Ray. The super chat questions are going to be priority questions. We're going to put those to the front. Mm -hmm. And uh, half of the money we get from the super chats are going to go to the Harold Hunter Foundation. Yeah. So I wanted to maybe give you the opportunity to talk about the Harold Hunter Foundation and what that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Billy, you're setting me up. That this makes me laugh because of the fucking story I just told <laughs> about fucking Ron yeah. and the whole robbery. Yeah. Now's thing. your chance to redeem yourself yeah, a little bit. Well, whatever. <laughs> All right, bet. Thank you, Austin, for that out. Yeah, you gave me the out. There we go. Cool. Um, a lot of people don't know this, so Ron Hunter is the first pro black rollerblader to come out of New York City, right? Um, I think, and I don't know, I, I gotta ask John, but I asked like other people, but like, I think there was one or two other like Mo Sanders or like whatever. There were a couple other uh, like black uh, skaters in America at that time that turned pro. But like AJ Jackson was pro right, before. Exactly. Right, exactly. Right, 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 right. Um, that said, Harold Hunter was the first pro black skateboarder from New York City. Mm -hmm. Ron Hunter was the pr first pro black rollerblader from New York City. Wow. I don't have to explain to you that household, right? Like the Hunter household, no, like yeah. we all like, I don't have to explain that. Yeah. Ron, but, Harold and Mike. Yeah. And so how that, that family and that household and how that played into uh, our existence. Right. And that's why like in New York, in our time, like there's not that, um, you know, there, there is always that rift in cultures and not just within rollerblading. And, and I think people need to understand this. It's not just rollerblading, skateboarding. It's like, there's a, I call it a cooler than thou syndrome that exists in action sports. Like look at like surfing and bodyboarding, right? You're riding the same fucking wave. Like, mm -hmm. cause you're on a yeah, bodyboard yeah. or surfboard. Like uh, there's a rift mm -hmm. because you're skiing or you're snowboarding. Like you're on a fucking mountain. Mm -hmm. Like why there's a rift. Right. And so like, there's other factors that play into that. But for me, that thread and, and th those are my brothers. And so I've been very active with the Harold Hunter foundation for, a long time like since the day that well, what, for, do, what do they do so the harold hunter foundation is a nonprofit okay. that works with inner city youth using skateboarding as a tool right so like get them, i've seen some things where they like take a lot of kids from the inner city who wouldn't have like maybe the opportunity to like go on trips and like take them to woodward i've yeah. seen things that you've done there that right? and a lot more than that so 14 years of engagement with the youth right okay. and so we're using skateboarding as a platform but Harold was an actor. Mm -hmm. Harold, was, Harold rapped poorly, but he still rapped. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was interesting. But um, Harold was a model. Harold, you know, Harold was a skateboarder, right? And so, like, he uh, was definitely like a New York persona, yeah, legend, legend more than like, anything. Absolutely, mm -hmm. globally, I New mean, York, but globally, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so, for me, being part of that 
that fam that's my family i feel like honestly that's my family right. you know because like that's yeah. part of our fucking family totally. like uh i love yeah i love harold yeah and so like when i was able to work with them i was like i was like let's get it like you know what i mean like engagement engaging with the youth in any capacity to benefit them right it is all what I'm about, right? And I feel yeah. very strongly, very passionately about that. So that's why it's interesting to be on like a rollerblading podcast with you guys or my brothers, but then like, you know, donating the proceeds to the Harold Hunter Foundation, which is actually a skateboarding foundation. But that stuff for me, it, it, it's, it's the your same family fucking well, threat. Well, well, well I, th I think the core message of it all is like, because one, you're obviously advocating for the Harold Hunter Foundation, but you have your rollerblading skate school out here with John Ortiz mm -hmm. where you get like tons of kids on the skates and I think the underlying message is to influence the youth to have like healthy positive habits Absolutely. kids who are from like certain neighborhoods who may like you know not be able to be exposed to skateboarding or blading all the time and they're like hey check it out this is an yeah. option like you would expose yeah. people to whatever thing yeah you know, and so. that's what and that's right whatever thing because it's for me it doesn't fucking matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter right. it doesn't matter like we're so and that's the thing that's happening right now like we're in a world where there's like so much divisiveness mm. right and that's the shit that's fucking us up like totally. our divisiveness in the broader scope of being divisive like who gives a fuck if you rollerblade or if you skateboard or you mm. ride a scooter or you roll, fucking cares like that doesn't matter like no nope. you're trying to get it you're trying and to rollerbladers should like, know that more than anyone yeah because uh, you've been on both sides yeah, of it yeah. should know and that so that, and that's the thing man and that, and that's what's so nice so like with the hhf like we've collaborated with go sports and we've we've been here in harlem right down the block mm. like we can walk there in two minutes we've been teaching skateboarding and blading at the school in Harlem you know mm. what i mean because that's what it is mm -hmm. and i have a prog project cooking pre-covid with fucking uh, snowboarding, right? And getting yeah. like snowboarding programs going. And like, I don't give a shit what sport it is. Yes, I, I like, I love our culture and our sport, but like, for me, it's more about like elevating the youth, no matter what it is. Like, engaging the youth. Yeah. We've elevating been the culture. So we've been teaching media arts too, right? Film and photography mm. as well. That's awesome. So I, like, I love that. Teaching so you, life skills, jobs. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, you pick up some skates or a skateboard or a fucking camera, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, get it just get it mm -hmm. that's awesome that you got that going on and you mentioned go sports also which is the skate school that you're doing with john ortiz which we talked mm -hmm. about before on the show but like during the whole COVID thing like so many things have changed <clears throat> like i don't know the exact numbers but you've done hundreds or thousands of kids teaching them in schools throughout the city or mm -hmm. tri-state area for like every year yep. like have you guys figured out what you're going to do for that and like how you're going to adapt to all that stuff is that the, my bad that's me yeah. again oh that's an awesome time a restart <laughs> one time? Yeah. there you go Thanks. all right that's what's up. but how you like um yeah so what's like the future do, need of, to do something i'll do it don't worry <laughs> <laughs> what's the future of like go sports and, and all these skating schools now like what, what do you think is, is happening with that yeah like what's the next step with everything yeah i mean in short we're going to persevere right because i'm a firm believer of never say die it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter. We're going to get it done one way or another. We're going to get it done. Right. And so with the whole like new landscape of schools um, that, you know, honestly, that is a big question mark because not even like the New York City Department of Education really knows what's going on. Um, I shared with John the other day, like uh, Massachusetts as a state 
has canceled all PE programs, like all physical education programs for the state of Massachusetts for the next school year, they're gone. Whoa. Right? That doesn't seem like a good thing to do in order Absolute to build your immune system. Absolutely yeah, not. Absolutely Physical not. activity is important for of building course, your immune system. Of course. Sunlight's good for you. And it's yeah, not only, and, 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 and yes, Billy, that is true, mm-hmm. but it's not only in regards to, of course, like our physical well-being, but there's huge like social emotional components totally. that go along with that, mm-hmm. right? Stress we, relieving because we know that, yeah. right? And so, you know, we've pivoted in some ways. Like we've come up with like some virtual learning, teaching curriculum, and all that stuff. So oh, we've created cool. content. Oh, yeah, wow. and I'll share that with you, and it'd be nice if, if Jump Jump Street can share that. Um, yeah, if you have a link to a website, we can put it up yeah, right, right here. Got lots of links. Lots of links. Lots of links. Lots of links. Um, so we have done that, right? But in the end, kids need to move, right? They just do. Mm-hmm. Like there's only so much like a kid can learn sitting in front of a fucking laptop. Yeah, like, definitely. There really is. There really is. They and need so, the hands-on. Right. And so it's nice that we've been able to do that. In that respect, like I've taken more of an approach. And in this very room, we've shot most of our own content in this room. Mm-hmm. This is where we shoot most of our stuff. Um is more in line of edutainment, right? And you'll see it like education, John, entertainment, right? Edutainment, wow. right? like education, I think entertainment. Own. right? <laughs> well, <laughs> Billy, yeah. he got it. All right, he's the product of the New York City public school cool system. system. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's really important. But in the end, kids need to move. So like how we address that going forward we understand that the landscape is going to change and it's not going to be the same thing because to your earlier point austin we teach um at our peak we teach a thousand kids in the school system every week thousand weeks every week fucking huge thousand kids Mm -hmm. right the we're the in the u.s we're the largest um uh educational skate sports company in in the u.s Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. that said we have to figure out how to continue to engage those kids, but in a different way, right? And so that's what yeah, we're trying to figure out. Yeah, it's yeah. very challenging. So it's still a work in progress, kind of like, probably gonna need a lot of experimenting. A lot. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of companies are facing a lot of new challenges yeah. learning to that, but. Everybody is, yeah. You have to restructure your whole business pretty much because mm-hmm. of this. But if I know Ray and, and New Yorkers mm-hmm. in general, is they will find a way. We rise to the top. They will <laughs> rise like. <laughs> we rise to the top. Rise like the cream. In a in a toilet bowl um, <laughs> to the top when it's flushed. I don't know what you're talking I'm about. But okay. <laughs> I'm, <joking. laughs> I'm messing around now, but um, no, I'm just, I'm just saying like you know, I ate some crazy shit. If you have cream in the toilet bowl, oh man, <laughs> it was a bad analogy. I'm yeah, sorry about that. I apologize. We'll pull back to little India and on twenty. We'll sweep uh, that. We'll sweep it under the rug. Some, ate some crazy curry ass shit. We gotta change this conversation. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay, uh, so in, in, in a second, I want to uh, open it up for some potential mm-hmm. questions for Ray. But before that, you know, Ray, you are. You, I think you're a narrator. You're, you're a good storyteller, and I know you have some good stories. You've traveled to Europe. You grew up in New York City. You've been around the world. Yeah. Do you have any insightful stories of some of our favorite role bidders that we may not know that we'd be like, oh, that's a cool story? Mm. Man, I got a lot. You got to give me. Like, I got to be specific. I've no, some, no, you who, have who, to be specific. Who else did you, you frame just, for a robbery? 
Thank you. Yeah. Only, only Ron Hunter. Let's stay yeah. away from the criminal yeah, aspects. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's, yeah. let's pull back from the let's stay from the criminal aspects. Criminal. Yeah. 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 We don't. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. Want, yeah. Um, there's a lot. Just give me, give me something. I'm gonna go. You what about you? Gonna, what about your go. first experience in Europe as a New Yorker? Oh, I mean, John and I. Because I know that was huge for me. Oh, so let's talk about Hit Bomb. So that was a funny fucking thing. So Ryan Jacqueline, one of your sponsors, hitbomb.com. Yeah, some of the best. Code stuff Jump Street, fifty percent off. Fifteen percent off. Jump Street. Giving you that lead in. Giving you that lead in right there. Yeah. And so that was just dope, dude. That that and that's the thing, man. That I wish that like, you know, and, and I think that. Skaters at large are experiencing that, but like it was a surreal experience, right? Like, so like John and I would go like to Europe a lot. Like we would go to Lausanne, for example, right? right? The old school Lausanne, mm -hmm. right? And, <laughs> and I just remember one time like Dave Ortega and Ryan Jacklin, like just coming out and he was like, and like he just rolled up to me one day and he was like, he was like, oh, what's up? Like, you guys are here too? You know what I mean? And it was just like, yeah, dude, of course we're here. Like, this is where it's at. You know what I mean? And as kids that grew up in the inner city, because we're like teenagers, grimy ass city yeah. kids, yeah. like on skates. You know what I mean? But we're in like plush ass Luzon, yeah. Switzerland, mm -hmm. like chilling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like we were as young people, we were afforded this really like surreal sort of experience, right? Where we had all of these like this really like incredible like like otherworldly kind of experiences where we're like oh yeah we're just here because we're skating like that's what's up you know what i mean and looking at it as an adult right as a parent and in hindsight how lucky we were to to be able to like have the those sets of experiences right it was like that shit was so informational for us as individuals where like and at the time you don't really comprehend it you look back and you go like oh like that was so vital to who i became as a person right it really like enveloped like so many of these things for me and informed me in so many different ways and so that's that that's what i get at when i talk about like how lucky we are to be a part of a culture like that because yeah. It's been everything yeah. for us. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's cool. And I know, like a lot of these experiences in Europe, like led you to even do some things you work today. Like you work with Toto Gali, and you work with you know Matthias Simlin, right? And all these people. Yeah, Matthias Simlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. All those guys. Do Am I right? Yes. <laughs> I Am I right? Am I right? I do. Are you trying to lead me into a? You have a question there? No. All right. What do you have? But yeah, Toto. Shout out to Toto. Toto, and. And just like Eddie Campos was for me, like an immediate uh, mentor, yeah. Toto for us, and I think, and John before me, uh, has been a mainstay in terms of like what we can do as individuals. Like, and, and that's the thing, like I need people to understand that and put that into perspective. Like Toto is a, like a French Moroccan kid, right? Like he's a Moroccan kid, grew up in Marseille, you will never meet a more hustler motherfucker than Toto Gali. You never. Moroccans are hustlers. I, I think like you can't. You cannot. That's right? coming from a New Yorker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. And, and you know, GTK for fucking life. Like, and they stayed here. Like when we did did the uh, U.S. tour, they stayed here. Um, but like people like Toto, and we're so fortunate to have people like Toto Gali in our community, right? And 
so uh, and we're working on this whole project from the Bronx to Marseille, uh, which is a, a cultural exchange program where we're bringing kids from the Bronx to Marseille, and we're doing a cultural exchange uh, with skate, right, as a whole thing, but then also arts, and music is a big component of that, because I don't know if you guys remember, like, there was Wu-Tang Clan, that not a part of yes, them. Yes, the, Wu, the Wu-Tang yeah. Clan. <laughs> I, I think you guys may have heard, of, heard of them. I'm familiar. And actually, <laughs> let's do it with Jump Street, like, let's do that. So we're doing the, the from the Bronx to Marseille, um, there's a famous track from I Am, which is a, uh, a famous like uh, French group, fr- rap group from Marseille, mm-hmm. right? Which all those guys are tight with, and a cultural exchange program where we're bringing kids from New York City to Marseille and back, right? And a cultural exchange, and to bring it back to rugby. That was one of my first experiences, because uh, this is all com- cumulative of experience, our life experiences, right? right? Totally. And so, like as a high school kid, I played rugby. Like, I don't know what the fuck what rugby was. A kid from the South Bronx, but I, we hosted like kids from like Australia and all mm. that shit like early when I was an early kid, and I had that experience and I understood what cultural exchange was. I didn't I didn't know what the fuck cultural right, exchange, yeah. was. but I understood that. And then as an early in the South then, Bronx, you thought our cultural exchange is a fist fight or something like that. <laughs> it's like it's like you're Puerto Rican <laughs> and I'm Dominican. <laughs> cultural exchange is a fist fight in the South Bronx. Basically, basically. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes, thank you, thank you, Billy. That was a comedic segue. Uh, yes, but from that early time, right? Like, and and again, it's all about how you're informed, right? And and the information that you gather with that. And so. That said, from that early time, I had an international, from when I was like 16, 17, I had like a, a informational sort of cultural exchange, right? Like, oh, you're from a different place in the planet. You know, you're here in New York mm-hmm. City, whatever. And so that's what our cultural exchange program is about. It's about, yes, it's about like um, sport because it's predicated on sport. And I think that's a, that's. A, a very important thing for people to understand is that sport and, and in our new, I'll digress a little bit, but in this whole fucking new like world that we're living in and this whole landscape that we're living in, I don't think people understand how important sport is. Yeah. Sport, for everybody that's listening, sport is going to potentially be the fucking savior for our whole shit. Sport has the ability to transcend Everything, 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 it doesn't matter. You as a Mm -hmm. skater, bro, like you, you hang out with like kids in the hood. You were talking earlier about like, oh, like I'm a, you know, I'm a white, like uh, Italian fucking Irish Mm -hmm. kid from Staten Island. Mm -hmm. But I was like, yo, bro, you've been hanging out in the hood fucking more than fucking most people I know. You know that though. I do. (laughs) I do. And I hope most people understand that. But, but, but again, information, right. And so how we're informed. And so you know, these sort of experiences are really, really, really vital to us, like, um, you know, becoming like an eclectic sort of group that's informed and like how we move forward, right? It's complex. Yeah. It's not, it's very complicated, like, especially where we are in the world with all these movements and everything happening, like, we're in a very, like, a paradigm shift sort of place in terms of like where our world is headed, right? Absolutely, yeah. mm-hmm. And I think cultures like ours will really can, we have the potential to lead the way 
in terms of like where we go in terms of direction of the youth and like and really affording like these 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 kids because it's more than sport it starts with sport it starts there yep but there's way more to it than that and you know what i'm going to touch on this real quick i don't i'm not trying to to be negative in any way but i agree with you we talked about that on the ezekwe podcast as well and how blading is a good example of what it is to be accepting and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I just want to say, I noticed lately there's a trend in the world about how, you know, super inclusivity and, and that's great. And I noticed skateboarding is like, hey, we're super inclusive. You know, we always have been. That's not true. That's our thing. We've always been that way. <laughs> just saying. You know what I mean? With, that's in one way. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Skateboarding know used to slander us with the, you know, oh, you're talking oh about yeah, that. but that's, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, but, yeah. yeah. But, okay, <laughs> if you're so an elitist, here, if you want to go there, let's go there. Let's go there. I'm just saying, we were never like that. So Absolutely, no, no, no. Right yeah, and that's a good point. And let's talk about we were that. Never point. like that. And let's talk about yeah. that point because I work a lot in skateboarding, right? Yeah. Okay. I work a lot in skateboarding. Fair I love skateboarding. I skateboard a lot. Yeah. You skateboard a lot. I like skateboarding. You just had a video done with Richard with a whole like you and, and Bella. Oh, well, that's just, yeah, using yeah. the deck. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. It's skateboarding. Yeah. I love skateboarding. <laughs> I really, really do. I love all this shit, man. Yeah. I no, I'm sorry. Fucking, I, all these wheels. You know, I should have went down that road. That no, wrong. no, that it's wrong. okay. But it's that's wrong. a good point. And, and that's a good point. It's not wrong. But look in the mirror. That's what I'm saying. No, it is a good point. It is a great point. Yeah. And it's a great point to road because to rise because uh, you, we have to contest things, right? Like we mm. have to push forward. I ride a fucking electric scooter. We all just around. rode that electric scooter. Right? You guys all rode the electric scooter. I fucking love that nice. electric scooter. It was nice. I literally almost got, riding my electric scooter, I almost got into a fight with a skateboarder <laughs> about so riding funny. my fucking scooter. That's so crazy. Because he tried to test me. He's like, yo, that's whack. I'm like, what? I'm like, you're like, what else am I going to do that a skateboarder is going to tell me I'm is like, whack? You know? I'm like, you, you're trying to press me on something? Yeah. Like, you, whatever. You know, it's also whack. You being in the hospital is whack for you. Right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. That's but, what you could have said. But you know, to your if you point, were a tough guy, I'm just to your point is that, and to my earlier point, yeah. is that we are at this really great societally, yeah. domestically here in New York, but in in america and globally yep. we are in this point of like we need to end all of this divisiveness mm-hmm. it doesn't matter so to your and point and it starts for by example, fi- by conversing and finding middle ground with one another yes. and that's how you can do it but to your instead point, of dividing try to talk mm-hmm. but the, but all of that stuff exists in every counterculture and right. every subculture for example to your point skateboarders don't like longboarders right so if you longboard skateboard mm. you are ostracized right. from that community i didn't even know that until you told me that before and because that's because you don't skateboard also yeah. my bad but that's why <laughs> that, that's why we need to be the example of yeah but but here's the thing to your point why are people that ride a fucking skateboard be it a, a, a regular twin tip skateboard or a longboard why are those people divisive and like hating on longboard skateboards i'm gonna call you out jaja you jaw and greg and all you guys right and, th- and i'm fucking around with you guys but yeah there is that right i think we had it oh no that's a different thing mm-hmm. um but then also like with bladers and scooters right? right 
Because like now we have a thing to hate on as bladers as scooters, mm-hmm. right? A lot of those are nasty. Like, oh yeah, they're fucking amazing. You can't so, deny what's undeniable. Yeah, no so matter what w- you do. What the yeah. fuck does all of that shit matter? Like, it does not matter. And we have to get to this point. And I hope that we as a culture and we as a as a populace like get to that point where we are not divisive in any respect. We have to get to that point. We have to. We have to. It doesn't matter it's if you ride. It's a good thing to strive for. That's yeah. For sure. Well, we have to get there, dude. It doesn't we matter have if, to. You, if you yeah. ski or you fucking snowboard or if you bodyboard or if you fucking uh, surf or if you blade or you scooter or you skateboard. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and that's a, that's a crazy thing about all of these things are like counterculture, right? They're like counterculture. So there, there are all these cultures that go against the grain by their very like nature. So why are you guys like being divisive in a counterculture setting? It uh, makes no it, fucking sense true. to me. No sense. At the skate park the other day, there was a, uh, I was on top of the deck next to some skateboarders and they were hating on these scooter kids that were sk- scooting around. And I was just in my head, I'm like, I didn't say nothing. That ain't me talking about it. Like, I didn't even know that they were right. hating you on it. You have to say something, dude. No, I mean, like, it wasn't you me that was the one who was hating that. on it. And I was just like, that's... I didn't have saw skateboarding hating on scooters like that, you know? No, it's just like, a, you know, a theme in They're the ones that get picked human on. nature. Yeah. It's yeah. just how humans are. and But that's my it's, point, it's, dude. It's, it's a battle that's... for power. Mm-hmm. And it's a battle for status. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the oldest human things mm-hmm. and whatever it exists in all of our cultures but it's cool to see blading as a whole you know kind of you know stand in the face of a lot of the issues that exist now because i feel like um if people followed the example of how we had our culture you know we've always existed with uh whoever different age groups friend groups cultures ethnicities and people just judge you on your you know who you are mm-hmm. you know if you're a jerk doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you're green or purple mm-hmm. you know it's you're a jerk but if you're cool it's cool whatever so um, that's all that matters i think that's what matters i we can go on this for a while so i'm kind of trying to put a little bit of the you, you go kibosh i'm a guest I'm for not a second the, uh, no but i just want to open it up to our uh to our live viewers let's and go. to people who have questions so once again, while Austin's pulling up the questions from the live viewers, I want to say if you could follow us on our social media platforms, we really appreciate that. You know all of the ones. I've said it a thousand times. So if you want to do that, uh, it would be great. And uh, and yeah. Also, go to hitbomb.com. Oh, hitbomb.com. <laughs> hitbomb, not hitbomb. H-I-T-B-A-L-M.com. Use yeah. code wait, 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 John to walk on set. Take a piss on set. John Ortiz is... Right in the middle of the hip bomb. No, yeah, you know what we're going to do? We're going to no, bring... No. Because this is, I thought a, this it was, is a very high-energy episode. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we're all over the we place. We get lit. We got pizza. We're because, finally in person you know, now. Yeah. I got vexed because I was like, why does Chris Farmer get a New York City pizza yeah. and New Yorkers don't get a pizza? Where, what? Wait, where, wait, where, what? Where, we got pizza right there. Because we, no, we normally have a studio, but in the midst of everything, oh, 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 it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a studio. Yeah. It's called Parlor Production Studio. Been here before. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we got John Ortiz. What's up, John Ortiz? 
Okay. You gotta so go to hitbomb.com. Hitbomb.com. 15% please. off your whole order with yep. code JUMPSTREET at checkout. Um, no, like I, we said, it, what? You know what? I just want to honestly say with the Hip Bomb, I tried it just the other day. It's really good. Mm-hmm. You know, you. I still need to try this. I've been using it for a month. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Try that. We, I've been using it for over a month already. So you know it's legit that we're really endorsing it because we have been it's using legit. it. It's legit. Yeah, we have been using it. The studio smelled like bomb just a second <laughs> ago because my leg was. Who told you to put a bomb on? Roasting. I didn't say you put a bomb on. Who put a bomb on? Um, also, for the Super Chats, everyone, shout out to Topher Kimek, John Welling, Scotty Blades. Um, we have about, there's different currencies here. I don't know. I'm what? guessing like $55 so far $55. in Super Chats. $55. So, like Yo, you, said, you guys better be fucking kicking down some more shit than that. Well, Kid. whatever you guys got, have nah, been, like nah, we said, nah, it's nah. going Fuck to the that, Austin. Hunter. That's some political shit. <laughs> some Motherfuckers, political shit? you better kick down some. Where, where you at with that money? <laughs> Fuck that. Kick it down. Because, you know. I'm trying to compete with Ezekiel's episode right now. All right, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe we'll get some more with this one. Bank London uh, says, I would love Ray to talk about what it was like to skate with the god Gil Vasquez. Oh. Super ill OG New York City yeah. later. That's cool. I like questions like that, like direct questions. Yeah. Some free advice. Technically, it wasn't a question. Oh, that is a question. <laughs> that is a question. What, what was, was it like? What, Austin? Gil Vac- <laughs> Gil Gil and so if a lot of people don't know Gil is a protege of Rawlinson Rivera mm-hmm. who I have a, a, a very long love and hate intense relationship with Washington oh. Heights mostly I love him uh, you know because he's a loud mouth ass Dominican kid from New York but I love him for that mm-hmm. uh, Gil I all I have to say is put the links in the shit watch some free advice too. That's it. Just watch those videos and, and shout out to Noisemaker Media and Mark, um, who's posted like 50 on the whole. Have you guys seen that? The Noisemaker Media. Mark helped me, Neil Moreno. Shout out Neil Moreno, um, Blizzard Productions, make those videos like Nickel and Dime 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's Mark's video. last name? Karen Seca. Yeah, yeah, Karen Seca. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. I worked with him on a few projects yeah. before. Yeah. So Mark is a professor of later filmer. His path was professor of uh, media studies, right? Mm-hmm. So he became a you know he's a legit like professor of media studies, and um, he posted like recently he just messaged me. He's gonna have more, but right now he's fifty of like old school content, right? And. Um, and Gil's in a lot of those like early videos and like Gil, like Gil, he just had like this crazy style, man, where like he, he just watched, I was like watching the last two nights before tonight, watching some free advice too. And he just mm-hmm. watched Gil's style. Like Gil had like the, and that's why I understand like how he's so revered in skate culture. Cause he's like, He's nasty. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Gil's he's revered nasty. enough. Like, yeah, he has to yeah. be. Like Gil, yeah. and, and and we chill with Gil. I was chilling with Gil like a while ago, like with Rawlinson and Aton, those guys. But like Gil is like nasty, nasty, nasty. You have to, if you're into yeah. skating, you have to watch Gil Vasquez. Like, totally. His tech. If you're into grinding and tech, the style was just so yeah. good, mm. so good. He was one of the first mm. backslide alley topsoles I saw. Yeah, mm. and the royal to alley rocket fish brain mm. on that flat rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. back to yeah. back was so yeah. good. Damn, already had 25 minutes. Right, got up. Um, think should, it real quick. should I get another one going while, while I yeah. when I jump out? Um, yeah, what up? Uh, Ivan Iara 
asks, if you live forever and never aged, what action sport would you pick and practice on, considering you can't get hurt? Oh, that's a loaded question. That's a loaded question. That's pretty funny because like Jordan came over to the back to my backyard. So Jordan does. Um, I fucking love Jordan. Of course, ghetto community. Ghetto community. Uh, shout out Jordan yeah, Baez. Yeah, 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 shout out to ghetto community. He's the Jordan. man. He's holding yeah. down New York City, man. Yes, and we used to talk about that for New York, like because that's important, right? I really want to totally. talk about New York and New York skating, but. <laughs> So we were sitting in my backyard the other day. It was like Jordan and his son. His son is the same age as my son, mm-hmm. Devin. Uh, and they're both 13. And I was just like, were you there? Were you, John was there. It was like me, John, and Jordan and his son. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, skating's cool and all, but like, it's more important that you snowboard. <laughs> and Jordan got mad. I think he got mad, right? Like He like looked at me like, Meh. And like I think John and I understand that. Jordan like, loves blading. <clears throat> yeah, Jordan loves blading. And and that's great. Yeah. And I only meant that in the respect that like, what snowboarding afforded me and us was like an exchange of environment. Like we as inner city, we're fucking city kids, mm-hmm. man. We're city kids. You guys stand on. We're city kids. Mm-hmm. When you go to the mountains. And you're like by yourself on the top of a mountain. It's different, yeah. That shit is mad different. Like, you know what I mean? And that's why, like, you know, shout out to the, the European dudes like Matteo, Antanasio, and all those guys. Like, that's when you go again, backing up. Like, for me, it's about experience, right? And our experience, our immediate experience is about skating. And that's great. And that's an amazing thing if you navigate urban environments, right? If you go to any city in the world, Barcelona, Berlin, fucking Tokyo, whatever, skate, get it. But you go some other shit and you go to a mountain, like, let's get it on a mountain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, I'm my thinking now in terms of our programming is, like, let's expose these kids to a different environment. Let's take city kids to the mountains. And why not? Because that is a shift, right? It's a mind, it's a mind shift. Like not, not only you're exposed to like different people, but like you're exposed to a different environment when you're in the woods and in a mountain by yourself as an inner city yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you like how that shit, like yeah. changed my whole yeah. shit. Just it a different changed. sense of like just environment in general. Just like, I never experienced good. that, but I can imagine it's similar yeah. to going to Woodward for the first time. Basically, it's like yeah. it's I've like, never been snowboarding. You're like a, it's like, oh, bro, you're like a <laughs> skater. He's like a skater. You're nasty, though. You're like one of the best skaters ever. It's certainly coming yeah. out of New York. But like, uh, yeah. I, I, in my defense, yeah. I've tried going snowboarding and skiing every winter for the past like 15 years and it never worked out. You need to come. And I'm not, I'm not against that. I want to do it. But yeah, you, you, you are show. right. It's a completely different yeah. experience. And it's yeah. awesome, too. You, you mentioned um, oxygen skates before. and I forgot you used to ride for oxygen. Did you see there's somebody now? Who's re? I don't know who it is. He's remaking oxygen skates now, like rebuilding them. He's like 3D modeling them. No, you saw that, yeah. right? What do you I think did. about that? Like, I did, and that's an interesting thing, because Oxygen is a ski boot company, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think a lot of like skaters understand that. Like that, like Solomon, ski manufacturer mostly. Yeah. Oxygen was Atomic Coflock, which was, you know, our our first sponsor for New York City, like City Skate. Me and John Ortiz, like, um, so they're, they come from a ski boot lineage, 
because that's they had the it the, really looks like it yeah you can it tell well they had the manufacturing like capability does, right yeah they had the manufacturing capability right and so my personal experience with them was really interesting i remember like uh Augustine like and I like early like early 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 like 96 or something it was like the product the the product developer uh they're an Austrian company they're from Austria luckily through my whole rugby Xavier experience (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm the Puerto Rican kid from the South Bronx that studied German so I spoke German so they were like, "Why is this Puerto Rican? Why is this Puerto Rican kid from the South Bronx speak German? Because you took German at Xavier yeah yeah. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Yeah. 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 I have Deutsch <laughs> gesprochen. Vier Jahre in die Schule Deutsch studiert. Yeah. Sounds legit. Yeah. It's poor. I need to practice. Yeah. Mateo, don't yeah. shit on me for that. Yeah. Uh, or Bruno. But I can see how, or, or Dominic. I can see how that's unique. Yeah. I can see how that's yeah. unique. For so us. that said, like, the, you know, I had that exposure. And again, it's all about exposure, right? right. And so, like, German ski boot manufacturer making skates. Great. You know, and like Brooke and Parnell and all those guys like spearheaded that. And so, um, you know, it was great to have that sort of like thing, but like bringing it back, it's like, it's like, where can we take the, and that's my personal experience, but like, where can we take these kids? Mm -hmm. Where the fuck can we take these kids? Like that was my experience. I know what that is. I've identified that. That was cool. Where are we going to go from there? What's next? What's next? And that's why like, the the Marseille Bronx experience like is so important yeah. like and all that shit dude and all that and you know all of that like however we can like expand and this is like the best time to do it well yeah you know anytime is important to do it but like now especially in the midst of to. everything it's yeah. most important yeah especially That's, now yeah. I think we're at a crux and we're at a building point where it's like we have been sort of like incubating yeah. it's an opportunity like, as well yeah, as uh, I'm just like change. we're gonna pop off and like. You know, shit is crazed now. Let's make no mistake about it. Yep. But like what's to come is up to us. And what we make of that is going to set the precedent for all that other shit. That's mm, real. That is real. All right. Keep that in mind. We're going to do like two more questions. What do yeah. you think? Two, three. We'll do a few more questions. Let's do. Um, oh, there's been some more turns. Yeah, there's more. There's more chats. We got Philip Lemoyne, $25. Chad Hornish with the 99 cents as Ooh. usual. Reliable chat. Happy happy belated chat. It's a birthday Chad. day. Joey Scanella, $24.99. Scotty Blaze threw up uh, another 20 for the movement. Um, 17BKS says, Ray, you're a good dude. Back in March 2001, you walked by as I skated at the CBS building and said my 180 was cool. Meant a lot to a grommet like myself. It's cool to, nice. it's cool to hear. <laughs> There Do you, you remember this one, Amy? <laughs> How much did he donate? Because <laughs> if you donate 99 cents, motherfucker, I ain't commenting on your shit. Hey, 24 bucks. That's fucked up. 24, yeah. that's, that's worth a comment. That's worth a comment. Come on. That's worth a comment. No, no, no. We're playing this straight. Like, you got to up the ante. You know, I know it's pandemic, but we need like $50, $100, like, like or more. Like, well, you know, well, minimal response. The, the donations are extra. Consider this, if we're at episode 62, if say we do this for another 60 episodes, for you to watch every episode and donate like 20 bucks every time, that's a lot of money. Yeah. That's 1200 bucks. So? <laughs> so, raise right though. We're raising yeah. up, this is for, this is for the yeah, uh, let's go. Harold Hunter Foundation. <laughs> um, I think we're, we're done with the questions for the most part. Um, anything else you wanted to say, Ray, before we sign off? What, what was the last it's question? It's almost pizza time. What do you mean the last question? What was the last one with Chad said? 
Oh, no, no, Chad, no, no, Chad just, he's reliable. He always comes through with 99 cent donation every episode. Oh. <laughs> every episode, every movie night, everything, Chad Hornish comes I through. I would ask you this. It's uh, your birthday. Yeah, what, that's what, I was saying. what parting words and advice do you have for, one, the community, and two, the, the, just the youth of the world? Because that seems mm. to be your focus in a lot of, like, your work. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's, that, that, that's a lot, man. I think, you know... The youth is inc- absolutely our fir- future, right? Right. And how we fertilitate that future dictates, like, the outcome. You know what I mean? So, right. like, I have a 13-year-old kid, and I understand, like, the information that he reacts to and responds to on a daily basis informs him in how he develops as a person, right? And so, like... I think it's very, very important for us. And we're at an incredibly complex uh, point in our history, global history. I mean, I don't, I don't think that there's been, there's been World War II where I'm a history like geekazoid. I'm a total fucking history buff. And I think that when we look back on world history, where we are collectively is a, a very like transitional, like, shift changing point right but i think it's most important for people like because i think as adults we're all caught up in our own shit right adults are always caught up in adult Mm -hmm. shit Mm -hmm. and it's like that's to me that's not really what's important man it's like yeah if you you have fucking kids like if you're an asshole is your kid going to grow up to be an asshole like probably a higher probabil- probability <laughs> the probability is yeah. higher yeah. yeah if you're a dick your kids gonna probably grow up to be a most dick. likely more than most fucking likely, likely. Yeah, yeah. don't let your kid grow up to be a dick yeah <laughs> like serious and how, how do you think you do that exposure i think exposure is important absolutely and i and as a parent i expose my child to to Devin, like as much as i can the good and the bad yeah. you know what i mean we listen to the news and all that stuff and like all of that stuff and and like you know we talked about Devin a lot but like yeah. it, it, we're at make no mistake about it we're at a very complex time in history and culture and world history right mm-hmm. but we have to understand that we are we're short-lived what we do creates a legacy what we do creates a legacy for other people more importantly for our future generations and our kids. And I think that for So you're me, saying we hold responsibility. We are absolutely yeah. responsible okay. to that. We are absolutely responsible to that. Yeah. And I think that collectively, like, we're uh, sort of ambiguous to that and not, like, you know, the world that we live in, like, right now is, like, a little, like, aloof to, to all that kind of stuff. And, like, I think that where we, where we can do, and, and that's a nice thing. And I will tell you that. That is a nice thing that I take away from, from our community is that they are centered on the youth. All of the older generations and all the feedback that I get from like other people, they're like, oh, either my kids or the youth, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're concerned about that younger generation. Yeah. Because they be. understand what's been afforded to them by way of their personal experience. Like, oh, like this, this thing affected me. Right. And that's informed who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Right. So I am mindful of that and I'm cognizant of that because that will inform 
my son or my daughter or like the future generations of that. And that is like, I, I feel like that's the most important thing where we can, where we need to get to, like as a collective, as a people, as a community. That's where I think that we need to get to. Mm, that was great. Well, <laughs> I agree with you. I think that, I that that's the kind of guidance that we need to take onto the world, mm-hmm. you know, take responsibility. Um, we're in a delicate time. It's a historical time. Uh, and you know, man, wow, we've covered so much in this podcast. It's been I know. Been on for like, <laughs> this has been a while. It's almost two hours. A, a lot of people commented on how they love the energy in this one. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ryan Northway, Super Chat 1999. Oh, what's up, Ryan? Ryan Northway. See, that's what and I'm talking about, bro. He's exactly the freaking example that I'm talking about. Apollo Baldas. Yeah. $50. Apollo. What's up, Apollo? He yeah. said, love, love you, primo. primo. Oh, there you go. Yo, we got to kick it down, bro. Yo, let's keep it going. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put motherfuckers on okay, the Okay, what's your favorite color? No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Who's my favorite skater? One <laughs> um, you know of my favorite skaters. We, we, we do have another show. podcast to yeah. do, and I think that was a really good way to end it, to be honest. And yeah. you're welcome on the podcast again in the future. We should yeah, do this it is again. awesome. And uh, a long time coming. I don't want to digress to what's your favorite skater after leaving on nah. such a positive note. <laughs> I like favorite skaters. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure you, I, I like we, we all skaters. do. <laughs> but I think that was a really powerful message. And a good you're one of my favorite skaters. You're one of my favorite people. That was a good answer. Well, Ray, thanks for coming on. Thanks for letting yeah. us use Parlor Studio to host yeah, this, this shit. You're the man. Everyone, thanks for watching. We're going to be back in a little bit. <laughs> I know. I Damn, was like, that was good. That I want to wash my hands. Don't you touch your, your face. Ma- you can put your yeah, mask yeah, back yeah. on. Don't touch your right. face. Straight to the bathroom. Okay. Everyone, thanks for watching. Thanks for your super chats. And thanks, we'll be guys. back soon. We'll be back shortly with Matthias St. John.